love this podcast? Head to patreon.com slash DATC Media Company to find out how you can show your support. A member of the DATC Media Family. This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Humphreys McGee. Each episode will feature a rotating schedule of insightful show recaps, interviews with members of Team UM, as well as musicians who have been inspired by the band. This is your place for the latest news and happenings in the world of Humphreys McGee, keeping you informed on what's going on or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah J. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? So, dude, first of all, thank you. This is cool. I'm super stoked to be talking with you already. So, thank you. Um, Of course. You fucking killed it. Okay, let's start with this. (laughs) (laughs) You slayed it. I... I have been listening to Umphreys for 17 years and doing this podcast and everything. I listen to every show very intently and I have never listened to shows like that. I wasn't at, I listened to all three nights, like bam, 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 bam. I've come back to moments of this weekend that I mean, we'll get into all of that for sure. But <laughs> kudos just for you and your playing. I just I'm blown away. Um, kudos for coming in and and stepping in and doing this. Um, and kudos for pushing the guys. I felt to jam a little harder and you know do these other things. I feel like you kind of pushed them over these last four nights and that was really cool to listen to yeah no it was really fun too and when they first asked me about it i was (laughs) i almost said no just because i'm such a different drummer than chris and everything and i'm like oh can i do this and like i i've been listening to them for for decades literally um but i never that closely I, i couldn't name one song Um, but you know, we were always at festivals together and everything. And like, you know, for some reason, I guess every time I stuck my head in to watch them a little bit, it was a song like Bridgeless where it was just like super crazy. And I'm like, wow, I'm really not that type of drummer. Um, (laughs) but then they threw me a lot of songs and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. There, this band has a lot of different sides to it. Um, and then I realized that, uh, that I think I have something that I could bring to the table and, uh, you know, take uh, my approach on it. And uh, yeah, it was a blast. Like, honestly, it was uh, probably one of like top five musical highlights of my life, which may be saying a lot. I um, love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was just it was just really cool. And, and just getting to know the guys on a deeper level and, and meeting their crew. They have a wonderful crew. Um, yeah, the, it, the last four days couldn't have been any better. You know, I mean, it was a struggle. <laughs> you know, it was, there's a lot of songs. I was reading charts the whole time, playing on a drum set that wasn't mine, you know. So yeah. it was just like the whole time I was just on edge. But, uh, you know, I had some hiccups, but I didn't have any train wrecks. And that's all I was uh, hoping for. So, <laughs> hey, sounded great from where I was sitting in my living room with the headphones on. And you know what? Reading people's comments and hearing what everybody has had to say that was there 
you you just absolutely knocked it out of the park so oh, and, thank and you thank you the, the fact that like draconian for example which is one of my favorite songs and anybody that's listening to this they're gonna be like oh yeah sarah and draconian you know that's, that's what you're <laughs> with me okay um this is my favorite version this, wow, this wow. is my well, favorite you. version okay like i instantly messaged people and was like I thought I loved this song before. This is amazing. It, yeah. It, what Bayless said, you had just heard it the day before. Yeah, so that one, <laughs> yeah. So originally, because they asked me about a month ago and they, they gave me 28 originals and I think eight covers to learn. And, okay. then, and then the day before I flew out, Friends like, you know, I think we want to have you play almost the entire show. So, and he's like, you know, he was cool about it. He's like, no pressure at all, you know, but here's 10 more originals. Here's, you know, <laughs> 10 more covers. So I'm like, all right, I got it. So I was just charting them out on the plane. I had a five hour plane ride. So I'm just like, you know, writing furiously next to my neighbor, the guy sitting next to me was just like, kept looking at me like I was a crazy person, just like sprawling like a madman for five hours. You know, so I knocked them all out. But yeah, I think that's that was the first time I even played that song, you know, besides just listening to it and taking notes. And it's a cool song. It's like dark and evil. And then it has like a little light one of to my, it too. But yeah. And the lyrics, and it's it's one of my favorite songs, um probably just ever. Like honestly, the the structure of the song and the complexity of it and the journey that the song goes on. Before you even get to the lyrics, I mean, I've gone on lengthy conversations wow. about that song and the complexity of it and the, just the multitude of ways that it's jammed and whatever. And I listened to it again this morning on the way to the doctor's <laughs> office. Like, it's just, it's so good. I, and uh, I'm just, thank you. Yeah. Just thoroughly impressed by by everything. And and of course, I don't want to dismiss any of the drummers that have, you know, sat no, in and done all they, they all slayed it. You know, I was on tour with when Dwayne was was sitting in and oh, right, right. Um, I saw one of the shows that Ben played in Asheville and everybody has just been incredible. And it's been really cool to listen to this music I'm so familiar with and hear all these different drummers and what their yeah. style and what their voice and their taste brings to these songs that we're yeah, all yeah. heard 200 times at this point. Right, right. Oh. Yeah, it's cool. It just it brings a different angle on it. And, you know, I also want to say how proud I am also of all those drummers. I, I'm friends with most of them that they use, you know, some of them really good friends. And to hear them just come in and, and take on this this difficult material and just slay it. It's been awesome. I was joking with someone and saying that we should, all the drummers, we have to get together and have a little support group, you know, and just like, you know, we survived Humphrey's tour 2023 and <laughs> just consoled each other. Maybe I love it. Crying. I love it. Well, <laughs> no, it's going to be great because my, my goal is to talk to all of you. So you're actually the oh, yeah. first one that I've had a chance to chat with. So that's cool anyway. Oh, nice, nice. To get you right off of off of the shows is yeah really it couldn't cool. be any more fresh than this yeah just a few For hours sure. after the show right <laughs> so it, it's gonna be interesting to hear everybody's like perspective and you know different take of it i'm sure that uh, the underlying experience is going to be the same about how awesome and and amazing everybody is because that's just the truth of it <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Gonna be really cool to hear everybody's story and i'm also very excited to get to know you better Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I, I'm 
familiar with Lotus, but I don't see a lot of Lotus. And so I don't know a lot about you. So I'm really excited to not only get to know you guys better, but to be exposed to other drummers that I don't see or hear very often. And that's very cool treat as well you know to to have that so why don't you kind of give me a little history of yourself like where did your passion for drumming start and and where are you from and that kind of stuff yeah so um i grew up in long island in new york and uh started playing drums when i was really young but started to get more serious when i was about nine and uh you know went through the typical channels that people do you know i went through a led zeppelin phase and a police phase um and then uh, I moved to Philadelphia in 1998 and I met up with a band called The Ally there. And um, that was my big introduction to the jam scene. I really wasn't that familiar with it uh, too much before. Um, and from there I became friends with the Disco Biscuits because they were also based out of Philly. Um, and then, you know, just through touring, just kind of started meeting everybody on the scene, including Lotus um, and, uh, I stayed friends with Lotus when when their original drummer left um, 14 years ago. Uh, they asked me to come and sub for him. It was only supposed to be a temporary thing. And then two years went by. I'm like, wait, am I am I the drummer in this band? With am I like here project? now? Is this <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> yeah, because they kept on they kept on saying, yeah, just one more tour, one more tour. And I'm like, guys, what, what's happening? It's like uh, in a relationship, and you're like, are we dating? Is that yeah, is yeah. that what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I've been with them for 14 years now, you know, and it's oh. it's been an awesome experience, and you know, done a lot of incredible things, checked a lot of bucket list items, you know, played Red Rocks. I think we're up to 15 times now you know and uh along the way just met a lot of great musician friends including all the guys from Humphreys. um and it's funny actually i i was curious why they asked me to do it you know because there's so many drummers and i'm not a prog metal drummer at all so i'm like you know i was a little curious and i was talking with brendan and, and when we were on holidays we did this little gig called omega moves which is one of their side projects where they play 80 songs yeah and um and he said, I picked you, I said, and I wanted to get you just because of that. I'm like, but that's like the most basic 80s songs you could ever imagine. I was, you could even tell how I could play from that. He said, yeah, but you were prepared. <laughs> and he said, because you were so prepared, I knew you'd be able to handle these gigs. Um, so I'm like, wow, that, that's pretty cool. And that's a lesson there, just about being prepared and ready for the gig and everything. For um, sure. So who actually called you then? Was it Brendan? Is that who like called you or texted you? or? Um, no, well, Joel reached out f- first in a text message, okay. um, and and he was asking me if I could do it, you know. And I talked to my wife also, just because it's um, it's a Jewish holidays over the weekend, and she has family coming down. I'm like, do you mind if I do some shows? And she was cool about it, and you know, and also she knew that she'd have to, you know, we have little kids, and she she you know would have to watch them a decent amount while I was preparing for all this, you know. So a lot of uh, thanks go to her. Yeah, um, for sure. so, and, and then Brendan reached out and between the two of them, we were going back and forth. I talked a little bit with their manager um, and he <laughs> we had text. He's like, are you sure you're prepared to do this? Are you ready for this challenge? And I'm like, I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, you know, so, so they reached out for us and we started, pick, you know, picking songs. They gave me a list of 700 covers to choose from, you know, that they've done over the years. I'm like, let's narrow this down a little bit. And uh, you know that's overwhelming. Like even yeah, you saying yeah. that, like that's overwhelming. <laughs> I'm not kidding with that number too. You know, band for 25 years, they they amassed quite a catalog there. 
Yeah, because um, there are some covers they've only ever, you know, played once or, you know, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of songs. <laughs> there's a lot of songs, you know. So yeah. I, I picked ones that, that I liked and ones that I thought that weren't too difficult because some of their songs are crazy. I picked one uh, difficult song called Bridgeless um, just because I wanted to challenge myself a little bit, see if I could do it. Um, and uh, so that one was really fun. But, you know, so if, if we do it again, I'd like to to pick you know like 1348 and some of some of the ones that are that are uh, a little more technically challenging also but you know just the sheer volume of songs that i had to get familiar with it didn't really lend itself to doing that so yeah is, is there a song well because you said you, you weren't like super familiar with their catalog but there was there a song on the list that you looked at it and you're like oh hell no <laughs> um with 1348 i started charting it and then it got to the end part and it's like an odd time signature and chris is just like blowing all over it and i'm like you know i, I just i just can't handle this one yeah. right now along with everything else but i i, I am going to come back to that and it's funny i was even texting ben about it a little bit um because he ben took that song and he did a great job with it because i yeah. when i asked the guys they they play the song so much they don't even know what time signature it's in they just feel it you yeah, know they, so they couldn't even help it, it. So, yeah. yeah yeah so 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 but ben ben spent some time dissecting it so we, you know we, we were talking about it so uh yeah so so that one but you know a lot of songs like really surprising about how catchy they are um like loose ends was one of the new ones that i just learned and it's such a beautiful song you know it's so mm -hmm. powerful uh, so that 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 was really cool, and just like a lot of the the songs, I was just singing, you know, at the top of my lungs throughout the house as I'm learning them. Yeah, and uh, we we had a Lotus Festival out in Ohio, and I took my whole family, and I made them listen to Humphreys McGee for for seven hours on on the way there. And my wife refused; she's like, "I'm driving home. You have headphones, you know, no more." So. Uh, <laughs> She's like but, this. Uh, there, there's a line for my support, and yeah. there, so you use the headphones. She yeah. <laughs> She's like, I've pretty much, I've, I've put in enough. I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to your wife. <laughs> Shout out to the wife. Yeah, and I got my kids uh, some unfreeze T-shirts. They have some kid sizes, you know, so so they they get some uh, some swag for listening to them for all these hours too. But they I like them. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> That's so great. I now they just, just want me to play for Taylor Swift, you know, so they can uh, really enjoy the backstage experience. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have an almost 13 year old daughter, so I'm surprised she didn't like bust through the, the wall because she like felt the word Taylor Swift. Then. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. OK, girl, OK. <laughs> I'm like, let me sell my arm. We'll get you tickets. It'll be great. You'll get it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned that you were playing Chris's kit. Yeah, and I know yeah. that like Dwayne and we didn't really get a chance to get into it, but Dwayne was using his own kit. And then I noticed like oh, as God. the time had progressed, like the guys were using Chris's kit. So was everything Chris's or did you have some components of your things mixed in there? Yeah. The only thing I brought were uh, my bass drum pedal um, just because it's, he uses a different type than mine, you know, and that one's pretty personal, but every, everything else was that he has is, is, is pretty standard and plus just I'm, because i'm flying in you know i'm really limited to what i can bring but if, if i were to come back again i think i'd bring a little bit more um but most most of his set is, is pretty cool and he has these little hi hats that i like a lot but i think i may buy for myself now nice. so uh but yeah yeah but it's a pretty cool kit you know and um it, there, there he has a tech named coach um, who's just awesome and he tuned them really well so 
it was nice playing that kit. But, you know, it's it's still like something else. It's just another thing that's unfamiliar. You know, like my kit, I could play with my eyes closed and I know where everything is. And, right. you know, it's it's not the same here. But, you know, it's it's, it's just standard. It's like being um, so, in a different kitchen. You kind of know where the sink, like you know where the sink is, exactly, and the stove, but yeah. like, and maybe the fridge is in a different spot or something. You know, it's kinda, no, that's a really good analogy. Yeah, you know, yeah. you have the idea of the the make out. You get it, but you know, there's some things that are going to be different. So yeah, yeah. So what was like your biggest surprise of this whole experience? <clears throat> wow. Um. I knew it would be like this, but just like the hang with the guys was really awesome. Um, you know, just getting to know them and we're brothers and we're, we're, we're going through this thing, you know, and we're trying to support Chris, you know, so that the camaraderie of that and, and of, of the crew, that was, that was, and again, not surprising, but it was just something that I'm like, wow, that was, you know, it was just an awesome hang. And it was just really good getting to know them better. Um, all the other times I've met them, it was at a festival and we'll hang out for like five, 10 minutes and, and shoot the shit. And then, you know, we go on our own ways. So now to, to like basically live with them 24 seven for four days, you know, to really get to know them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really yeah. cool. And like, honestly, I hardly ever spoke before to, to, to Jake or Andy. Um, so getting to know them as well was, was great. So. For sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. And just, and I, and I think just how well we gelled on stage. Um, I, I, I thought it was, it was really uh, like a really glove. Incredible. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Like a glove. You yeah. fit in there so, so well. I just, I'm, tr I'm trying to like not gush about it because I did so much of it at the beginning of it, but I just so thoroughly just impressed and blown away. And for yeah, me, no. people like, listen to this now. They're like, okay, okay, we will. <laughs> like, no, it was cool. And do you know what it is too? They're such master musicians. Like, I took some chances in some of the improv and no matter what I threw at them, they were just with me on B2, you know? And see, that's um, exactly what I meant when I said that I felt like listening to that, I felt like you were, you were laying, not only were you laying things on the table, which, you know, any drummer kind of sitting in would be like, oh, hey, let's kind of see what happens here. But I feel like the things you were laying on the table were like a little more like, let's let's see what happened you know like, yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. you you had some balls you laid it out there <laughs> and you were like all right guys how about this and they were like all right and it worked and it was awesome yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah even one song i remember i don't well i take it back i don't remember which song it was but there was a improv section and i and, and they were going to end in like a, like a kind of fizzle sort of thing and come with the next song and so i just instead of doing that i'm just like i'm just gonna speed this song up really fast and just get intense and go and we didn't talk about that um and i just went for it and they just went with me and it is very tricky you know with lotus i know how much i can lead a jam and you know we're all very comfortable with each other but when i'm playing with other musicians especially guys that have been in a band with each other for 25 years and then come in and, and just like you know, to say, hey, I'm going to I'm going to leave this for a little bit and, and we're going to see what happens. It's 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 tricky. You know, it's a fine line. Um, but when I did do that, they were really responsive to it and just went right with it. So that that was really cool. For me. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was. Just, and, it, and again, it just it translated so well listening. And anybody that was there was just like, wow, just just blown away. So I yeah, can't yeah. enough. Kudos, kudos, kudos. <laughs> so. 
this is kind of like a two-parter. So after this experience, and maybe this is something I'm sure in hindsight, maybe your answer will change, but this experience, how do you think that this is going to spill over musically? I mean, you kind of already mentioned with some equipment that Chris had that you're like, oh, maybe I'll add this to my own mix. So musically, what do you think you're going to take not only personally, but maybe bring over to Lotus perhaps, but also like personally, after spending this time, you said you never were able to spend this time with these guys. in this mm. way. So kind of personally, also, what are you taking away from this experience? How do you think it's going to shape moving forward for you? Um, yeah, I mean, it's probably not going to change too much with my, the way I play with Lotus, just because that's been so cemented over the years, you know, it, it, maybe some things, it was really cool for me to dig into Chris's playing so much over the last, uh, month, uh, he's, he's so incredible and, and, and listening to, to his, his chops and, and just like, he hears everything. Is every note that's playing and that's really cool and i've never you know especially i've been so busy the last few years i have little kids too and you know so i haven't been practicing probably as much as i should and and after listening to him you know i i think i need to up, up my game a little bit um you know so i, I was cut yeah i was kind of um you know thinking that a little bit um but what i really like is to you, you know I, who knows how long Chris is going to be out, but if they ask me to come back again and if I can have these songs under my belt even more um, where, where I'm not, you know, I'd love to come back and not use charts when I play and just be like right there in a the moment. When you're using charts, you're a little, like you're one step removed just because, you know, I'm looking over here and everything else is happening and I'm trying to, you know, it's just not second nature. So um, I think moving forward, that's something that I'd really like to, to experience with that. Sorry, I went off on a tangent. <laughs> no, I love, trust me, I am the queen of tangents. So you never apologize for tangents on, <laughs> if you're on my show. No, I'm like the queen of them for sure. You know, with Chris and his style of playing and what he brings to the Umphrey sound, how, when you were listening to it and preparing to play these songs, how did you still like honor Chris's sound and give you the Umphrey sound and kind of what that is? at the same time still being you yeah um at first you know that that it was very intimidating for me just because i can't do what he does and you know so uh, i tried a little bit like i got a double bass from pedal that i started messing around with and i haven't played double double bass since i was in high school um so i'm like okay you know because they need a little bit of the heavier element so I, i brought that in um but after I was listening a lot, I'm like, you know, there's just no way I can do what he does. So, you know, every every musician has strengths and, and weaknesses. Um, so I'm like, I just have to bring my strengths to it. And and that's more like, I, you know, I have the capacity to play the forms of all, of all the songs and everything, you know. So I feel like my strengths would be more, uh, you know, I, I really know how to support songwriters a lot. I feel like that's, that's something that I've owned a lot over the years and how to make a song sound really good. I know how to make people dance. You know, I, I understand improv really well, how to be patient. Um, you know, so I, knowing that I can't do what he does, I just figure I have to use my strengths and bring that in. And uh, hopefully it's enough to get by these songs, you know? So, so that's, that's kind of, that was like my mental model going through it. 
you know, it's interesting you use those words. You used patient and you, you, you know, you know how to get people to dance. And it's really interesting is that's a lot of what I got from these shows. They were very funky. They were very dancey. And any of like the covers, they it, perfect word to describe them is they were played more patiently. And so everything right, that yeah. you said is exactly <laughs> how I would have described these shows listening to them so yeah oh that's interesting yeah yeah Yeah. spot on (laughs) spot on yeah you know and it just comes from playing so much you know it and it's funny even me listening back to a lotus show from five years ago like i can't even listen to it anymore because i used to play so much different you know i was like a lot on top of the beat i was like always pushing the tempo a little bit and every time i listen to myself play i think i'm playing too much it's 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 funny i was talking to ryan about this you know, when I'm in the moment and I'm playing, I just feel like, I'm like, I have to do more. I have to add more. I have to do more. And when I listen back to the shows, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to do less. You know, so you like even in the moment, I have to always remind myself, like, play less, play, you know, let there be space, especially, especially in bands when there's percussionists. Um, I totally change the way I play when we have percussionists because it's their job to fill in all of the empty spaces, not mine. I'm just laying down, you know, and we had actually had this um, little drum feature and I, I didn't even solo during it. I just kept time and I let Andy go. And then, uh, and then, and then Jake came up also and he was playing, you know, so like, and we were supporting and I was just trying to make it one big happening instead of just like blowing chops, you know? So it's just, uh, yeah, those are just things that I've owned over decades here of playing. Yeah. 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 It's just fun to bring that to, to this, uh, to these guys. Yeah, for sure. And you could tell that they were all having a great time just from like listening. And again, I mean, me just having my own friendships with these guys and being on tour with them and in kind of the same capacity you have been. And I can tell when they're having an extra good time and you can tell that everybody was having a great time this weekend. And yeah, yeah. It just, no, it's all love, man. Really you know, great. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're like hugging each other after every show. And it's just like, yeah, there's nothing but love. So it, yeah. it was great. It was, it was really fun. That is really great. I love that so much. So I had a couple people that that had asked me, um, you know, I mentioned that I was going to be sitting down with you today. And I had a couple people that wanted me to bring up, you know, the fact that member of your band Lotus had had something yeah. happen and then I didn't yeah. I didn't want to deter the conversation from being so high vibe and awesome from the from the weekend of course but I wanted to ask you how that kind of experience shaped you, you know your playing and kind of like how it you know you being a dad yourself and and having a wife and all of those things and you know just just kind of touch on that experience a little bit for yeah me. yeah you know I mean it was uh probably one of the more devastating things I've ever gone through. Um, and, you know, just uh, being that I know his family so well and know his wife and daughter, um, I've known them for 20 years, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's still tough, you know, sometimes I go and I, I look over and expect him to be there and he's not there, you know, so that's really hard, but, you know, we're really trying to do our best to honor him and, uh, there were so many amazing things that happened also. Uh, for example, just like the way the whole music community like reached out and, you know, my phone didn't stop going off for like two weeks after and all the donations that came in for Jenny and the benefit shows and all the auctions and all that, you know? So it was, it was really moving with that. 
Um, and what I've done is that now um, I'm playing a lot of Chuck's percussion parts. So my drum set now is twice the size. And I, but I have Chuck's gear, you know, so I have his bongos there and I have tambourines. Aww. You know, we, we just recently did this picture at, we have a festival that we do uh, every year called Summer Dance. And, yeah. you know, when, when it's time for the family picture, I had his tambourine in my hand, you know, to be in a picture. So, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Yeah. So, oh, I got yeah, yeah. so <laughs> special. And it's really special that you have parts of his equipment there with you like on so yeah, many levels yeah. that's just so special and like oh <laughs> like that's really yeah cool. no no so it's it's uh you know it's a it's a it's a powerful it's a powerful thing and you know it also it just really makes you realize that you know any of us could check out anytime and you know we really have to try to have as much fun and kick as much ass while we're here <laughs> You never sure. know, you know, it's, and it's, you know, it's, we've, we've had a lot of uh, loss in the music community. This year, you know? So it's, uh, it's tough, but we just got to keep pushing through, you know, keep pushing yeah. through for sure. For <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, man, this was, this is awesome. Like, and I was so jazzed all day too, to like, just to be able to talk to you because I was, I was all hyped up just from listening to the shows in my living room so i mean i can only imagine just yeah yeah the vibe that you are yeah hopefully we do another one on the east coast so you know more people uh you know some of my more friends can come and everything but uh yeah i know it, it was it was really great and especially coming from you who's seen them so much over the years you know to say that it really it means a lot, you know, so i appreciate well, it well and it's funny too because i i had friends and i was like listen to this now and they're like oh Sarah said I should listen to this. Like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, guys. So you're going home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's next yeah, for you? I have what's, to catch what's... my flight in five minutes. <laughs> so um, we have Lotus has off for a couple weeks. I have a side project um, this Friday. I'm playing with everyone orchestra in Philly, which is really fun. Fun. And then with Lotus, we're playing down at the, uh, down in, in the caverns, that, that uh, yeah. the underground cave. Yeah, yeah, um, I was there. I've seen them there. And then we're playing in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's cool. so awesome. We played, a lot of people consider one of Lotus's best shows ever was, was played there. Um, I think it was in 2019 or 18. Um, oh, cool. And so okay. to go back to that space, because it completely changes the way I play. Because it there's so much reverb on the snare, you know, you just hit it once and there's like a three second tail. So, uh, you know, every, everything's different. So that, that's really fun. I'm looking forward to that. And then, you know, we're just getting into fall season here, you know, we got a uh, fiscal land coming up too, which is going to be a fun festival. So, uh, that's not far from me. Know. Maybe I'll come yeah. out. Maybe I'll come out. Yeah. That's not far from go. me all in New York. So yeah, that'd be cool. Cool. Yeah. You have to come and say hi. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Awesome. Awesome. Do you have New Year's plans? Yeah, we are actually doing hometown show in Philly, uh, two okay. nights at Union Transfer. Nice. Um, so that that's yeah, that's always that's always cool. We haven't played in Philly for a little bit for New Year's, so uh, that'll be uh, that'll be really, really nice. Awesome. Very awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat during your layover. Sure, sure. I'm sure it was yeah, nice no to pass the time. <laughs> there you go. I had an hour to kill anyway. Here we are. So great. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Safe travels. And thank again, you. you killed it. So on behalf so of much. the Umphreys fans, thank you. You killed it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Thanks so much. Talk soon. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.